Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Some of the rumors are just silly. You know, I'm not going to get into what the rumor was, but there was a rumor uh, three or four weeks ago that I can tell you was never talked about. And I saw it on ESPN. I, I heard people talking about it. I was asked questions about it, and I was thinking, wow. It's amazing. Uh, I can guarantee you it hadn't been approached. No one had talked about it in our organization, yet it's news now that it's a trade that we're considering, and I thought that that was completely unfair. Doc Rivers talking last night about a rumor that was out there a couple of weeks ago that you just heard that he squashed uh, last night on the pregame show. Uh, time for our weekly get-together with Danny Ainge. It's brought to you by ARS Restoration Specialists. Call 877-461-1111 or arsserve.com. Mr. Ainge, how are we today? Good, Glenn. Mike, how are you today? Oh, Danny, I'm doing pretty well. All right, let's get right to it. We talked to Chris Broussard here in the last hour. He, as you probably know by now, because I know you, you, you do read these things, uh, claimed that the Celtics were aggressively shopping Rajon Rondo. Any truth to it? No. No truth. Have you have you have you had conver- trade conversations about Rajon Rondo? Well, first of all, let me just say this, okay? That you know these things get out of control at this time of year, and I think that you guys logically know that we are not actively trying to trade Rondo. We talked about this this summer before the season started, involving in the Chris Paul situation. Uh, we said, no, we're not actively trying to trade Rondo, and that's still the case. Rondo is our best player. He's our most important piece of our future. There's no way that we are actively trying to trade Rondo. That makes no sense. But that's a matter of no logical sense. There's a difference between, I mean, if somebody, like some great thing that we can't refuse because somebody's desperately trying to acquire Rondo, if somebody calls me and says, hey, we want Rondo, we're going to give you X, but that's not happening. We are not looking to trade him. I've made zero calls to try to trade him, and I won't. But oh, do, you, do you think? Do you think? Because uh, uh, Doc says today, he says, uh, "I'm tired of this stuff. It's not fair." And he says he's tired of this stuff because we've all heard it. We actually had a uh, a uh, a guy on our, our Facebook page say earlier. And this is like the fourth or fifth time. Why don't Why didn't Danny just go ahead and do it? You know, why didn't make this trade. He says that because this, these rumors come up, come up a lot with Rondo. Do these rumors come up a lot because of, is it irresponsible reporting? Is it another GM who's out to get the Celtics? Well, Why do well, you think this comes up so often? Because I think it's just the world we live in, Mike. And, I mean, you guys see this all the time. The, like, so going back a few months, it's 
reported that Rondo's, you know, being actively trying to be traded, which wasn't true, which I said at a press conference, I've said on your show many times, I've said to individual reporters that it's not true, but yet there's still lingering out there that it is true. The Rondo Rondo Gasol thing, is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about Chris Paul, even well before Gasol. Okay, but the the Rondo Gasol, that would be my guess. That's what Doc Rivers was talking about, right? Right, so the Gasol thing comes out, you know, Rondo for Gasol, and, you know, there's no, no truth in that. That's never even been discussed. So there's no truth in any of that. And then, but because reporters are looking for something, they, they find, they think that that's true. And then so if somebody says to them, oh, yeah, the Celtics are trying to do this, um, it just keeps lingering. And so the perception is, is that we're trying to because there's been two or three things reported. So everybody thinks. And so, listen, you know, we, we know what goes on in the media world. I mean, ESPN has pardon the interruption, and, you know, all, all the panel shows, and it's a hot topic. And so they got to have something to report on. And I don't think that they – nobody called to check with me on whether that was true or not, and I'm not sure they care. Yeah, but if they did, why would it be in your best interest to say, oh, yeah, we're aggressively – even if you were shopping him around, you don't want to uh, expose the fact that – you may be trying to trade a player because if it gets back to the the player, what's his reaction going to be? And suppose the deal falls apart. No, I understand all that. I, I mean, I so that's probably that why that, they don't come back and call you up and say, "Hey, Danny." I, and I understand they probably should have, but if they did, I'm not sure you're necessarily going to be totally honest about it. Okay, so that's a legitimate that's a legitimate point. But don't you, w- traditionally, people at least check. <laughs> yeah, tr- and, traditionally. And, you know and, listen, and listen, I have to deal Tradition's with the an old media thing. I have to deal with the media constantly. I mean, if I lie to you one time and deny something, then you know the next time that I'm not going to tell you the truth. Hey, you could have stayed in the media. You wanted to do this big-time job, remember? That was your doing. <laughs> that wasn't anybody. Well, so, it, uh, I'm wondering, though, uh, uh, sorry, Glenn, I, d- I just wonder with, with all of these rumors that are out there, do you – Doc, both of you feel the need each time the rumor comes up to approach Rondo, have a conversation with him, or does one conversation uh, do the job, a conversation you have with him maybe November, December, and say, okay, this is how we feel, and no matter what you hear, this is how we feel until I tell you different. How do you approach that? No, I talk with Rondo regularly, as Doc does. So we have, we have continual conversations. I mean, I, I have conversations with them often. So um, I don't run to him every time there's something being said or something being done, but I'm very confident that Rondo knows what I think of him, what I feel about him as a player, how important he is to our team. Uh, I feel like Rondo is making incredible strides as a player, as a leader, as a teammate, as a player in every way, offense and defense. And you know, it's it's almost as silly to me as when the Patriots lose two games and people want to you know blame Tom Brady. <laughs> and you know, when you're the best player on it on a team that's not living up to your expectations, there's going to be you're a hot topic. Um, and I think that that's a, a lot of the stuff stems from that. Right, we talked, but, lo- but but the old news. I mean, the stuff about Rajon and Doc. I mean, that's old news to everybody in Boston. But that may be, you know, more new news to people nationally. But we all know that they've had bumps in the road. But, you know, Rondo's getting better 
at that stuff. He's had his best year um, on the court and off the court, and so it, it makes no sense at this stage for even that stuff to be discussed. All right, I, I understand. I understand your reaction to the terminology that Broussard had aggressively shopping Rajon Rondo. We talked last week about, and you admitted there were many different directions you could go with the future of the Boston Celtics to get them back to the next level as a championship contender. You've won a championship. You came very close to winning a second one. Who knows? Maybe that window is closed right now. But, you know, your job, as you said, you've got to think of the future. Have you now come to the conclusion that the future represents Rajon Rondo as the player, the temperament to be your superstar in which you build around? First of all, I hate that terminology that we all use, you know, to build around. I mean, first of all, nobody is that good to build around. I mean, you've got to have building blocks. You've got to have a 12-man team. You've got to have a starting lineup. You've got to have pieces. No player can do it on their own. So my job is to listen to everything. I'm listening to everything. I, haven't, I, I don't come to conclusions until except that, you know, LeBron James and Kevin Durant are the two best players in the league. I've concluded that. But other than that, I really don't make those conclusions. I've, I've got to be ready to react. We have a plan. We have an idea of what is the most likely scenarios to have happen, and we react. And we've got to be ready to react and put ourselves in position to have things go our way. You said you have okay. a plan. You down to one plan now? Because last week you said there no, were... No, 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 There's, there's, we, we have an idea. There, but, yeah, there's plans A through Z, Glenn, and, and, and you have to be able to react. There is no one plan. Nobody has one plan in the NBA. It's too complex. It's too complicated. And if you sit around and try to get one plan, you know, the odds of that happening are very, very slim of fulfilling that plan. I mean, you can get to that plan as time goes on. I mean, as you get closer to a plan, um, I mean, I know that there's a few teams in this league that have a plan because that's where they are. Um, that's the, where their team is. They're one little piece away or one, you know, or they have this plan to get this, you know, top notch player. And they're, you know, they've been in pursuit of for a couple of years. Um, but it doesn't happen like that way. Normally they, there's, there's many options. You have to be ready to react, but you have to be disciplined. We were talking earlier, Danny, uh, <clears throat> about some of the players who have pl- who have uh, been in this league, some current players, some former players, and many of these guys, great players, have been described as stubborn and high-maintenance, and, and it's fine. They've won championships, and you may have played with a couple of them. Uh, a, with, bunch with, of, a bunch of them. Yeah, with, with, with Rondo. I'm not saying you're trying to trade him. But the other part of the story is that he is stubborn and he's high maintenance. Is that a fair characterization of of this kid? No, I don't think that's fair. I think that he's stubborn and he's intelligent, I think, is a fair assessment of him. And um, so with that, there's higher maintenance, but I don't know a quality player that I've played with that wasn't higher maintenance than your average players. And, and I wonder, how does, how does uh, and, and I've talked to him before, I agree, he is an intelligent guy. With, with stubbornness and coachability, that usually doesn't go hand in hand. How does that work, where you have a stubborn guy who is bright, but he's also coachable? Because a lot of those guys are stubborn and they're bright, and it's very difficult to coach them because of those first two traits. 
Right, but isn't it interesting that there were no Rondo rumors over the last few years when we were winning? And he's actually improving on all the things that you're talking about. His coachability, his leadership, he's improving in those areas. Well, why are you surprised, though, that, that there are rumors now when if you look at your roster and you try to figure out a way in which Danny Ainge can put together the next winning team, that Rondo and Paul Pierce right now may be the two biggest commodities to be able to get something in return. I mean, I'm, wh- I'm why does that surprise surprised. you? I'm, I'm not surprised. Okay, I mean, I know, I know what world we live in, and I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that you guys, oh, who go. I talk to every week, oh, believe please. anything of this. Stop it, please, <laughs> God. Man. I want to give you guys more credit. That's hey, hey, I hate to, I, okay. yeah, let me tell you something. This is day one. This is March 1st. The, the trading deadline closes on the 15th. Get used to it. you got another 15 days of, uh, of this crap. You really do. I understand. I know that. And, I mean, it's been going on for a couple of weeks, and, yeah, it'll go on for another couple of weeks. I get it. But I just – I'm not surprised that there are rumors out there, um, and there will be a lot more. I'm just – I think you guys have a better feel for the Celtics, for, you know, what what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. That's yeah, all. yeah, but I – if you're giving us that compliment, and I think Michael and I would, would take it as a, as a compliment, we're also looking at how you build – the next championship contending team. And I know it's right. not easy, and I've given you many compliments about what you did in 2008 because, to me, that was a nearly impossible situation. You got a championship and close to a, a second one out of it. It was phenomenal. So, yeah, we're looking at that like most other people are, and that's why you're trying to figure out how the heck does Danny Ainge put this thing together and is Rondo going to be the piece going forward? Is he going to be the guy? Right. So, you know, those were, these, these were similar questions that we had in 2004 and 2005 and 2006. And I understand that. And I know that, that there's gonna, those are fair questions. But it is a process. It takes time. And there's always things that come across your table. You've got to make decisions. But you've got to be creative. And you also have to be disciplined in your approach. And, I mean, that's, that's all you can say. I mean, you really have to make wise decisions with the draft, with free agency, with the cap availability and flexibility. So when the right opportunities come along that came along for us with Ray and KG, nobody could have predicted that two months before it actually became an opportunity and an option. But we created those opportunities, and we're ready to pounce on them when an opportunity came. To make trades in this league, sometimes you you have to have you have to be in the right place at the right time. It's not about intelligence or it's about discipline, and then you got to make intelligent decisions once you put yourself in those positions. Yeah, but don't you have to take some risks sometimes? And you took sure. risk in the past. Yes, I'm not afraid to take risks, and that's why I love working for the Celtics. I have great ownership, but they're not afraid to take risks. They know that you have to take risks, and that and that you're not going to hit a home run on every one of them. Sometimes you're going to strike out. Sometimes you're going to hit singles, and, and they're building pieces along the way. But, you know, we we have a great system and a great group of people that have worked together and, and have a great deal of trust. And I love the challenge of redoing this team at some point. I just want to go back. You said, you said it and Doc said it too, that uh, some version of this, that the communication with Rondo has never been better than this year, and he's gotten a lot better 
than he was in the past. What area have you seen that the most, and, and when did it change? Was it this year? Was it late last year? How did it happen, and when did it happen? You know, I, I just feel, Mike, that there's not a, a lightning bolt that hits somebody, that it's been incrementally getting better. He's gotten just a little better over time, and this year is even better. I think that he came in after the lockout this year, and he was a little more mature. I think he handled everything really well. Uh, you know, I don't. I think that um, the little two-game suspension that he went through recently where he threw the ball at the official I think is a learning process for young players, and I think he'll learn from that and grow from that. And, you know, I think it's just all a part of the process with Rajan, and I think he's getting better incrementally. All right, Danny, we'll talk to you next week. Maybe there'll be a rumor or two we can talk about again. Next okay. Week. All right, have a good week. Not, maybe we can come up with some. Yeah, we can. We'll do that for you, okay? <laughs> All <laughs> right, guys. Talk to you do. next week. All right, Danny. See you later. Uh, Danny Ainge right here on The Big Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.